When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Lee Hammett, better known as mental illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platforms to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, four years strong, stronger than ever, (laughs) and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder as well. So today's episode is going to be be about the narcissist's biggest fear. What are narcissists scared of? Because first of all, let me go ahead and answer this. Let me, let me start at the end first, or is this the end? It's not the end. Everybody's going to be different. But you'll find this to be very, very similar across the board with most narcissistic people. I can't speak for all narcissists. I do it in broad strokes and things like that because from talking to other narcissists, you know what I mean? So fear number one of most narcissistic people, and this is not one of my fears anymore, but it used to be big for me. Exposure. Exposure to the world. The world seeing the narcissistic person, the narcissist, the toxic person or whatever, seeing that person for who we really are, like mask off, yelling, screaming, manipulating, lying, cheating, whatever, mentally, emotionally, physically abusive, whatever the cause, whatever the whatever they are doing behind the scenes, that stuff is, is put up front on front street and things like that. So with exposure being one of the narcissistic person's biggest fears, they're going to do everything and we're going to do everything possible to protect our reputation at all costs, to defend ourselves against all enemies, foreign and domestic. (laughs) I'm sorry, am I reading the the Declaration of Independence? (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just like, what am I talking about? I'm giving a keynote speech. Wait, what is it? The presidential, uh, what do you call it? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm uh, addressing the nation or whatever they call it. Uh, yeah. But you see a lot of people who deal with narcissists, who deal with narcissists or, you know, they, nobody, nobody believes them when they come out and tell the truth about the narcissist. When you decide to tell your story online or whatever, or to your, typically people don't tell their story online. Typically your story about being a victim or survivor of narcissistic abuse and whatnot is told between your family group and your friend group, the people close to you. Typically that's where you start off telling your story. You don't just go from, you know, abuse to online. Like, Hey, this happened. You typically tell other people. I know some people do it. I know some people do it, but typically you tell other people around you first. And and if the narcissist has been working on their reputation, has been polishing it off like some old, like some old dress shoes, they've been polished, like spit shining their reputation. People are not going to believe you. People will find it very hard to believe that this person is treating you terribly. And the narcissist, we go to great lengths to do that because we are afraid of being exposed. We don't want the world to see who we really are because if they see who, who see us for who we really are, we the, it cracks our ego. It's like get, the walls come down. The the, the the inner defensive wall walls that narcissists have. The ego it comes down. It gets cracked. And we most times people retreat. It, either they attack. Or they retreat. Me, I'm an attacker. I'm going to protect my reputation at all costs. 
uh, you know what I mean? Law, the uh, 48 laws of power, protect reputation at all costs. I'm going to do that at all costs. Some people will retreat and go silent on you and just hopefully it blows over and things like that. Hopefully enough time will go by and it'll blow over. And I, I know this doesn't necessarily make you a narcissist. I'm just telling you what narcissists do sometimes. Like I know this is not speaking directly. This does not make you a narcissist to retreat when you get exposed. It just doesn't. But exposure <clears throat> is one of the biggest, th- it's one of the biggest things. Like we don't want nobody to know who we really are because we've been working on this reputation. We've been working on this image for a very, very long time. We've been working on manipulating you for a very, very long time online or getting away with cheating, stealing, whatever for a long time. And you, you expose us. Oh my goodness. So it's, it's like to be careful. Like I said, you don't exposure is one of the biggest fears of narcissists and they love, you know, we love our reputations and some people, to protect their reputations, they will get scary and they will get possibly violent on you. So use discretion when you try to expose a narcissist, when you considering when you are considering exposing a narcissistic person for whatever they did to you, which is what could be, which could very well be true. But you have to be able to prove it or, you know, not, not necessarily prove but you, it has to be the truth. Because sometimes they'll threaten to sue you. Sometimes they'll, you know, threaten you, take your kids, whatever. They'll threaten, you know, they'll threaten you whatever way possible to get you off of the top, to get you off of the target. You know what I mean? So yeah, exposure is the number one, is one of the number one fears of narcissistic people. Another fear the narcissist people have is abandonment. We don't want to be abandoned. We don't want we don't like people coming in and out of our lives. So if we don't like people coming in and out of our lives, like I want to keep you here. I'm scared that you're going to abandon me. So yeah, that's why narcissists get you hooked so quickly. That's why we want to suck you into the relationship so quickly. We don't, we, and we don't, when we, we try to wife you up or get you in a relationship really, really quickly, get you married really, really quickly, because we don't want you to have any other options. We don't want you to, we don't want you to exhaust any of your other options in front of you. We want you to pick us right now. So we're going to love bomb the bejesus out of you. We're going to clap the, we're going to round of applause the cheeks. We're going to put the cheeks on you, whatever the sex gender is. They're going to put the cheeks on you. They're going to bring your roses. They're going to clap your cheeks and give you roses. They're going to do every single thing possible to get you hooked to them, to get you hooked to us. Cause we don't want to lose you. We found, we think we, so when we love by you, we think we found our person. Some people have this intentionally in to be, have the, you know, the, the inner workings to be intentionally manipulative and use you. Yes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They have that. But most narcissist people that I've spoken to, including myself, we love bomb you. I think you are the one for me. Does it change later on in a relationship? Yes, it changes later on in a relationship. But when we love bomb you, I'm thinking you, you're it for me. You're it. You my boo. You may what others say, my oh, my oh, my oh, my oh, my boo. <laughs> okay, y'all, no more singing. Seriously. Um, but th- that's how it goes, though, right there. We don't want you to abandon us. We try to lock you up really, really quickly. We don't want you to run away from us. We don't want you to go, go to anybody else. We want to lock you up quickly, love bomb you, marry you, move in with you. That's why, that's why narcissists move fast. Speed is the weapon of the narcissist and the toxic person. That's why they move fast. We don't want the walls to come down. We don't want to get exposed for who we really are. And we are scared to you for you to abandon us. So we try to put you in a hole with us. Get in here. 
Here's a baby four months in. Here's a baby three weeks in. Here's a baby. Here's a, here, let's move in together a month later. We're scared of, we have a fear of abandonment. So we won't, don't want you to leave us. And when we do think we, when we, when we do get to the point where we think you're going to leave us, we typically, the narcissist abandons you first. But we, like they, there are, so backup plans are common with narcissistic people. They always want to have a backup plan just in case you decide to abandon us or we feel like you're going to abandon us. We can go to the backup plan. We can literally just step outside. Like we can literally, okay, and smooth, you know, just transition to this new relationship where we're doing the same thing that we did to you in the beginning. We're giving them all the love, the cheek clapping, whatever, flowers, roses, roses and cheeks, all the other stuff. Ro- rosy cheeks. Ro- give them the rosy cheeks. Yes, yes, rosy cheeks. Yes, yay. Uh, <laughs> um, give them all of that. To, to hook them, to get to get you here with us, to to ensnare you, to get you part, make you part of the team forever. So yeah, we want to hook you in here. We want to get you in here. We want. We think you are the one. And then, we, like I said, we if you if you if we feel like you're gonna leave us, we leave you first, or we make you leave us sometimes. We if we found if we feel like we found a better match, the narcissist will force you to be the one to break up with us, so we can have the excuse to tell everybody else, so you can't expose us. You see how that works right there? Fear of exposure, fear of abandonment, working together. I'm scared you're going to leave me, so I found somebody else, but I need you to be the one to leave me. I need you, I need you to be the one to break up with me. So I treat you terribly. Narcissist treats you terribly. Just doesn't give you anything, reserves, no more sex, no more anything. Like, literally cuts you off. At, for, like, literally just stops. Everything just stops suddenly. The person, the person you used to know and love is gone, treats you terribly. You feel like you, you at wit's end. So guess what? You break up with the narcissist. And the narcissist already has the backup. They move on to the backup really quickly. And they have the excuse that you broke up with me. So why shouldn't I move on? Why should I wait on you to make your mind up whether, whether or not you want me? So I made you discard. I, even though I didn't want you anymore, I made you discard me so that I could move on to my next relationship. And th- then that way, you can't expose me. You broke up with me. I tried. I can tell people I tried my hardest. It's your word, your your word against mine. But the truth is, you broke up with me, right? Got you. And now, my fear of exposure is solved, and my fear of abandonment is solved. So yeah, narcissists are scared of a lot of different things, y'all. But like, yeah, I mean, personal fears walk work into it as well. Where you where you grew up, where you were raised, all this stuff works into it as well. Like, I have a personal, I have a weird personal fear. Uh, I used to be deathly afraid of the dark. And and I know I got a lot of spiritual folks on here to say this because the demons in you, the demons don't sleep, Lee. Those demons, that Jezebel spirit, it comes awake at night. And it's in a room beside you when you go to sleep. It's in a room dancing beside you. It's dancing. It's dancing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that was one of my personal fears. But I don't know if your person is for, used to have a deathly fear of the dark and stuff like that. You know? And another, another fear a narcissist has is like some narcissistic people have the fear of failure. Like failure, I know this is not just a narcissistic characteristic, y'all. I'm not going to go into great detail in this, but the fear of failure for a narcissist is 100% real. Like, the, you know, just the fear of failure. It's like, we don't want to fail. The fear of it, not necessarily the fear of failure. Let me rephrase that. The fear of being like average, not leaving a legacy, not me, like your life, pretty much your life meaning nothing to us or to anybody else. Like nobody else in the world knows me, but you. I can't do that. That's one of my biggest fears of be, is being average. I hate it to a to the core. And there's nothing wrong with being the average person, y'all. I'm just telling you what my biggest fear is that I don't want. I, I want to leave a legacy. That's the delusions of grandeur kicking in. I want to be a legacy. I want to be famous. I want the world to know who I am. 
I want my want my my kids, grandkids. I want my great 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 grandkids to have my picture on the mantle. But like, that's Grandpa Lee right there. He was old crazy ass narcissist, but he was famous and he set us up for life. He, hey, he did. He left a legacy behind for us. He was not an average Joe. He was not an average Lee. He was the self aware narcissist. <laughs> but yeah. So those are just a couple of fears right there, y'all. There's a lot of more. There's a lot more I can go into detail with. I'm gonna do. An, I'm gonna do a part two to this. But I'm trying to, I, I, I like to keep these videos around this time limit right here. These are the podcasts around this time limit right here. But anyways, y'all, if y'all think of some other fears you want me to go into detail, put them in the comment section. You may leave a ghost in the comment section. Let me know. Boo, you scared of that? Um, I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Like and subscribe for more mental illnesses. Out. Peace. And you know my podcast, folks. If y'all stay tuned this long, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Hit that five stars for me. I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all know I love y'all. Thank you. I love you. Bye. <laughs>